0: Good evening, friends. Welcome back to the front porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined, as always, by the one and only Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? How's your Monday?
1: Uh, good. Better than last Wednesday. Had a little bit of household troubles with some melting snow and rain, but uh, life Mm -hmm. moves on, and uh, it's a it's a it's a good Monday. I'm happy happy to be alive, Dennis. How how is um, Utah going for you right now? Or are you in Arizona or California or Louisiana? Good.
0: That's an. That's an excellent bit. I'm still in Texas. (laughs) Still in Texas? Um,
1: That is a big state. You've
0: probably been traveling the whole time, haven't you? It is. It is a large state. I don't know if, and I I won't get into all the details uh, here right now, but the um, RV park membership that I have lets me stay for free as long as I don't stay more than four nights in one place. Well, free with air quotes, right? Like I'm assuming you pay a membership type thing, right? Yeah, I paid an annual membership, um, which roughly speaking, we'll say that for not these parks, like for these parks, what I paid for the year would cover like a weekend, like yeah. for maybe a week. I mean, isn't it funny, week. though, how, how we do that?
1: We we refer to things that we mm-hmm. pay subscription to as getting them for free. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I, I watch Netflix. I mean, I watch that movie. I mean, it's free because it's on Netflix. Like,
0: it's not free. Cause, it, right? 'Cause it's on Netflix. It's it's sunk cost. And really, when I make my reservation at each next park that I go to, I have a little invoice and it says zero. So I'm like, yeah, I'm staying for free because <laughs> I already paid. Right. I already paid the annual fee. Yeah. Um and if I stay anywhere else, more or less, um, I have to pay for it. Now that's that and sounds so, like a total
1: great deal. Because I know I know just from like even tent camping. Uh, at at parks within the state that I live in is pretty expensive. I can't imagine Mm -hmm. like going around. So that, that sounds like your idea of going out and getting this big membership thing is super smart.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. Um, I'm, I'm somewhat limited in where I can go. The main reason that I came to Texas is that there are seven parks in the state. Um, And so they're close enough together that I can go like between two and a half and four hours drive. From one to the other and and, and um, it 's not
1: negative three degrees
0: and it's and it's warm it's i'm back up uh outside of Fort Worth, which is the west side of dallas mm-hmm. um, it's it's northern uh northern ish texas it 's not all the way up in the Panhandle I'm learning all about Texas geography and being down here um if, if you go by and, if you go
1: by a little town called Louisville uh around your area where you're at there and happen to come across a Safeway, you will you will you will find the uh which is a grocery store you'll find the birthplace of my right. passion for video games that's that is where the first time i remember ever like i remember playing video games i I play i may have played them before but like i okay. played donkey kong and pac-man in the Safeway, and all of a sudden the world changed for me and i must play these games all the time now so and it never
0: stopped. I'm learning all kind of backs. So I I thought that was going to be a movie reference. No, that's but
1: that that yeah, one also. Why I never watch horror movies because my my um I had a family member that took me to go see John Carpenter's The Thing. I was at this mm. time like seven, so and I was so but, terrified that yeah I yeah. never wanted to watch another horror movie. So. That damage. Seven's an impressionable age, just so you know. Very impressionable age.
0: It is. E.T. came is. out. That yeah. was
1: 1982. Uh, That's how it dates
0: me. Right. Right. Yeah. I. I don't know. Our our friends. One of our friends posted a a tweet. Me. I, I always I call everything a meme, which is annoying. But it was <laughs> an image of a tweet that was like, um, not to sound like a boomer, but I've had the the unsupervised access i've had to the internet since i was 11 has done irreparable damage to my brain <laughs> okay and i was like i was like that's a uh, funny and i can tell how old they are because they got internet when they were 11 where <laughs> yeah, just
1: just they, imagine the kids now who have never had it since the since birth not had right like
0: el- 11 seems young to me i think i was like 16 15 or 16 when when I got it and you would have been even a few Oh, years I was older yeah, me. I was in in um, college
1: when the internet was a, was
0: in my life. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny every once in a while like I'll run into an online community and I'm like, "Oh, I can sort of tell by what people are talking about that they're almost all like in their 20s somewhere, maybe early 30s at most because mm-hmm. they're referencing a bunch of shows that I definitely didn't watch. Like I was you know, they were too young, they were too kid, kid show, show for me. But I was thinking about that internet thing and I'm like, I mean, that's sort of true, but that's also true of everything. Like I'm sure it's more so with the internet because there's so much more information, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but before the internet, just things would happen to you, right? Like you would read a (laughs) book, you would see a movie, you know, you would hear some people talking and something would imprint on your brain yeah, yeah. and that's just part of you for the I mean that's how well, our brains that's how life well, works. well with,
1: along with that is the fact that um, after that whatever would have imprinted or had an impression upon you right would um mm-hmm. be the only thing that you would be exposed to for the next two three weeks right like now if you're exposed to something interesting uh like you see a, a cool tiktok thing you don't just like go home and think about that for two weeks you swipe to the next tiktok thing and then the next one and the next right. like it's just it's yeah. just always the saturation of kind of input, so it's just a, not that that's bad or different. It's just how things were processed back then. So without the internet, we had, like you said, we had an impression of. I had Donkey Kong, for example, and then I would go home and I didn't play Donkey Kong. We didn't go to the grocery store every day, right? But I would think about like jumping over those barrels, and I would close my eyes because there wasn't anything on TV that was worth it for a kid. And the other option was going outside and digging for worms, you know, getting little uh, I'm garter in- snakes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I definitely had the idea. Uh, we probably talked about this when we talked about Terraria. Um, I had the idea for a 2D Minecraft when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah, like, oh, nice. Like, I don't know, younger than 10. I played Super Mario, and I was like, what if there was a Lego game like this? And mm-hmm, it wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, the Lego games aren't like this either. No, yeah, but yeah. In, in, in my mind, you could be Mario... And you could stack those stairs up, and then you could run up them and jump on that flag. It didn't have to just be there. You could build it, and you could use that to get over obstacles. Of course, that's not a platformer at all. But to me, like, I don't know, 10, maybe even younger, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that would be cool if you could, like, manipulate the environment. Um,
1: it's it's pretty ridiculous that, not, that LEGO that, hasn't Not done that either.
0: outlandish
1: of an idea, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, if yeah. there's anything made for a skin, it's Lego and Minecraft. I mean, it it really is. I i i have I remember for the PC a long, long time ago Lego one of Lego's very first games on PC. It was terrible, and they tried to do a Minecraft e type thing,
0: right? Um, yeah, I, it's a tricky. I mean, you know we've we've talked about. I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but it's like why. Why is Minecraft still the king of that space? I think simplicity. Right? Like, Honestly, I think it's they... simplicity. It's just yeah. simple. Yeah. I mean it's it, but it's but it's that question like it doesn't seem like an idea that should be hard to execute, but it really really is. There are so many ways you can take that um that that mutable that that sandbox world and make it not fun.
1: Yeah, and um, and, it, and it is by adding just one more like Minecraft is we're getting a little off topic here. But Minecraft is very simplistic so simplistic at its base. It's just stack from what uh six sides. That's it. That's the only thing. Six sides on, on a thing. That's 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 the basic of the game. It doesn't go much deeper than that. And there's there's no much more interface than yeah. that. Um, and then uh make it one step more complicated, and then you've ruined the game. So you can't go anywhere from that. It's at its base, right?
0: Yeah, it. I mean, and there are so many things that play into that, right? It's, like, how much you can understand in your brain. Like, you can hold in your brain, like, how you how this all works. There are no systems. Like, there are people building computers out of Redstone and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, it, yeah. For the most part, yeah. it's, like, these cubes in these shapes, and you stack them up, and you can do these things with them. And, you you know, you step back, and you see, and you make s- stuff in, like, creative mode. So there's the human element of it, because before it expanded onto other platforms, the game had no, like, like, the interface never helped you with anything. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, there were no menus, there were no recipe books or menus for building things yeah. or crafting things. You had to know, or someone had to tell you, Um. oh, yeah, you put three iron across the top and two sticks, and that gives you a pickaxe. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool. And now that's, like, It's simple enough that you can hold it in your mind, and now you just know the basic. It also helps that it's kind of visually... Kind of shaped
1: um, like an axe or shaped like a...
0: Representative, yeah, yeah. And so, like, you build that community with it, and that's just the human part of it. Then on the tech side of it, like, making the graphics and the world so simple, like just these big cubes these voxels Mm. um, makes the game like uh, um, lighter from a computer resource standpoint. Oh yeah. Right. you can run it on, you can run it on any level, not any level of computer, but you can run it on a pretty weak computer. Mm -hmm. You can host it on a server and the server can hold this massive world that can stretch infinitely um, and have a bunch of people on it. And, you know, you, you're, the, the network traffic that's required to go back and forth is light because the world is so simple.
1: Yeah, and the, um, the odd part about that that's still, I don't know how we get on Minecraft here, but is that it, it's <laughs> enduring. It's enduringness. Like everything that I've seen evolves. Like it gets, you know, if you play the, people will mm-hmm. get a sequel to something or they will, whatever, and and it will, an expansion, let's say. and And if it's just more of the same, you know. Players will will suffer that once, right? Like, they'll, they'll be like, okay, it's just more of the same. I like this thing. It's fine. That's fine. But you do it again, and they'll start hating on you. Like, oh, it's never changing. These expansions are just cash grabs, et etc. et cetera. But Minecraft has had the enduringness of never really changing the core bit of it. I mean, I know Minecraft people are yelling at me right now saying, oh, it's changed so much. But... Besides the the menu thing, I can pick it up and it feels like it's the exact same world I was playing 10 billion years ago, you know?
0: Yeah, and I I think it's, like, some of it's generational, right? Like, you and I don't play Minecraft anymore, and I don't think too many people in our demographic do either. But, you know, every day there are kids getting just old enough to figure out how to WASD or how to use a controller who are playing or just playing on an iPad. But how did how do people um, do that?
1: How do people I mean how do people I mean developers? How how do you make a game oh. or a company make a game that continues to get another generation in? Like that's the trick, right?
0: You said yeah, I think some something about the simplicity and the um and the accessibility. I bet you accessibility
1: um, is probably a big thing. The fact that it that was it was it did it happen when Mike My- when Microsoft got hold of it that they became um on every platform basically? Like that
0: Yeah, they they had a couple before that. Um some kind of like partnerships, right? Like it was on Xbox when it was still Mojang. And
1: um I mean this game was made on Java, which is you know.
0: Yeah, it was it was made in Java and it didn't go like full cross platform play until microsoft acquired them but they were on at least like pcs and macs uh because of the java thing um xbox and i think ios like tablets and phones i don't know who's playing on a phone but iPads <laughs> you, you're hilarious at because, least. because
1: most kids play it on phone like they play it on the, on their phone yeah yeah they, they don't play it on pc See. uh on honestly i think Minecraft minecraft's big stuff and, and i'd have to look at this up but i'm pretty sure that the phone and the iPad are the most, the biggest platform they have.
0: I, I see iPad and I see Switch. I just, the phone that seems too small. It, it totally I is. I mean, it, most people. All of, yeah. all of those. But I mean, my 100% of my experience with that game. Not 100%. What did I buy it on? Well, I bought it on Windows so that I could do the play everywhere thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I might have bought it on a console. though I don't have Xbox. I don't remember. I bought it or, you know I bought it in the beta the original java version and I bought it
1: again it was I mean my but, my kid's 15 um, going to be 16 and she's been playing it since she was like 7 so and played it on multiple platforms and she's still playing it today you know. Yeah I
0: think it's and and the third I don't know if this is third the simplicity is the first thing the second thing is the community and I think the simplicity plays into building that community because you get people tell you about it and yeah, they teach yeah. you you know, the recipes and things. And then, I mean, this happened with, with our group. You know, we played it for a while and then, you know, sort of died out. And then a year or two later, we're like, hey, we should get a server up going again. There's some new patches in the thing, and we play again. And it just, there's this this longevity driven by the community. And that's also something that's really hard for a developer to um make happen. I mean... They are still like updating and improving the game without ever charging for subscriptions or selling expansions, which helps with that, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes this forever game for people. This buy once, play forever, just like um, like the Diablo games two and two and three, um, and so I don't
1: know. Yeah, the the uh, what they have they have now. I will say that they have put out a new. I don't know if it's out yet, but they're doing RTX with with like real-time shadows and lighting and stuff with with minecraft mm. which i look at and say oh that's like minecraft 2.0 like i would call that a minecraft 2 like type thing if it or, right. or another game i would say that's that's enough of a change and i know it's just graphical but you know it makes that that game which is so basically you know set in what to early 2000 or late 2000 something like that uh uh, it's the graphic wise, we're are really, really old and bad. It, it kind of just totally changes the look of the game. But the thing with that is that it's not coming out as fast as you might think because, unlike most Minecraft, it is kind of uh, crossing off one of those things that you just mentioned that it can't be available on everything. Like, I, everything, I have yeah. RTX on my awesome PC or maybe my PlayStation 5, right. but not on my phone, on my iPad, on my, you know, on my switch on my what you know what i mean not everything can do it so so microsoft seems to have some upgrades like major upgrades to it but it kind of that even putting a major upgrade goes against the core of it which they don't want to touch too much right
0: yeah yeah you don't i mean when when so much of your success is based on this longevity and this sort of forever nature of the game. You don't want to. You want to do everything you can not to alienate players, existing players, while still like providing enough of an incentive to get people to to come back and play again. For sure. So I have now forgotten what we were talking about. <laughs> well, let, let's oh, pivot a little you bit said, up to something. You there. said video games in in thing when traveling. So the only updates I have for um, my traveling are that I in between last time we talked because. I said four nights. So I move on Sundays and Wednesdays. Mm. Um, so I've been two places in between, um, where I was. Well, no one place in between where I was when we last recorded and tonight. Right. Um, but in between, I went back to, um, Columbus, Texas, which is near Lagrange, Texas. I think I talked about that. Mm. Um, like because that's they home had again a, in
1: Texas,
0: yeah. Um, Lagrange from the ZZ Top song, mm-hmm. uh, not from
1: LaGrange. the Indiana song.
0: No, that song is not about Lagrange, Indiana. <laughs> um, because they had a wine festival. Um, oh, cool! It's called. It was called Lagrange Uncorked. You mean? You and you mean, mean, it's warm enough big... there to
1: have a wine festival.
0: Well. Uh, not ironically. Unfortunately, um, the the midday temps, uh, so this was on Saturday, this past Saturday. The midday temps on Thursday and Friday were in the low 70s. Jeez. Screw you, Dan. Maybe That's the, all I maybe, have to say about that. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe even mid-70s. And then yesterday, Sunday, it was like in 60s. Saturday, when the wine festival happened, it was like 43... With uh, like 60% chance of rain. I'm like, what the heck? There's like nice weather <laughs> on both ends, but this one outdoor thing is going to be, and it wasn't like it rained a little bit, and then it was just kind of cold. I, I, I want to say, like it is
1: this is important. Up north, but. This is important. We just, I just discussed okay. with Shelley today. How it's gonna okay. it's gonna warm up to forty three degrees in the next couple of days and we need to open up all the windows because nice. it's gonna be a heat
0: wave. <laughs> and you
1: were just like, and then it's the cold, terrible day at forty three degrees.
0: Right, right. <laughs> it was it it was actually fine. Like I have a I have a pretty, you know, decent like mid range jacket and I like it a little cooler anyway. I was just concerned about it raining and it didn't really it rained on my drive out there and then was kind of winding down when I when I got there, but they have a big um town square uh in Lagrange, Texas, and a bunch of businesses all around it like like Bloomington has, but there's more parking around the um around the building in the middle, which I think is like an old jail or something, mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of like fourteen local wineries um come in and set up in these businesses, wow, so it was like you walk through. A couple of them are antique stores, which I went to last time I was at that campground. Yeah. And so, like, you go through the antique store back to the back, and then there's a table, and they've got three or four of their wines, and you try one, and then, you know, you go on to the next. It's like a it's like a beer fest, but instead of, like, booths at a convention center, um, they were set up in these businesses, which I assume, for some of them, if they're a retail space, like, Drove some business into those, sure, um, right, into those stores, and then you could also buy bottles, like everybody was selling bottles of what they were um letting you sample, so I did that, I bought a couple bottles i mean this th- this and... is why I want to
1: move to a warmer area, so you can have like festivals and little <laughs> things in the middle of the winter,
0: yeah, that's sort of I mean, like I said, I'm not a big wine person, so I was like but still you know, getting I down. was looking I was looking for different things, like one one place had something called ghost pear. Which was like pear wine, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Fruit a pear, but with like a little spicy bite, like in the finish. Oh, okay. And and I was like, Oh, interesting. I've gotta try that. And it was it was good. Like it was spicy, but not not in a way that lingers. Like if <laughs> okay. you You know, like if you eat really hot wings yes. or something. Mm-hmm. It's like your mouth is all burned and forever. Like, right. Um, forever. This was just like, I sipped it and I was like, Oh, she's right. It's sweet at first and then gets a little spicy and then it's, and then it's done. Oh, that, like, it that actually sounds if, pleasant. Like if, if not, uh, like, not chewing it and stuff like makes that mm-hmm. less traumatic for your, for your mouth teeth and gums and stuff. But, uh, I don't know. I, so that I, was I, I, speaking of that was my Saturday. Speaking of alcoholic beverages, there,
1: I went to. Uh, the, I'm going to get around this to a roundabout way. I went. I went to Kroger, which is our here in Indiana, our one of our regional uh, grocery stores, and. Um, I the I think they have Krogers. Is there Kroger everywhere yeah. in the world? I'm not. I'm not sure. sure. Uh, not everywhere. Everywhere, but yeah. Uh, so anyway, big, 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 anyway, big grocery store chain. And it's just, a, it is important that it is a grocery store chain. Uh, so we went in there and I, I went to get some stuff for, for work. Um, but it is, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, and right. uh, Shelley and I decided to not really get a lot of, you know, anything for Valentine's Day. You know, for each other, we'll, we're going to celebrate in a couple of days, which is better than, you know, the on the day. Okay. And okay. Uh, I don't know, celebrate, we're just going to you know do something for each other. Uh, but, th- but th- I woke up this morning and she had laid out candies everywhere and was like, Oh, I did this thing. I was like, Oh, damn it. You can't do a thing when we said we're not no. going to do a thing. So it's, suffice it's to say the trap, you fell for the I trap fell for the trap. So I, I went in and, um, uh, I was in Kroger and I, and I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to get her something. I'm going to get her something here. But of course it's Valentine's day. So everything is like $700. That's remotely romantic. Right. Uh, Sure, and yeah. our point was that we didn't want to, because I buy her flowers, you know, all the time, every other week anyway. And, it, it, you know, t- to spend exorbitant amounts of money on just another time that I do it is, is silly. And she would be bothered by that. So I was like, I'm going to get her something. I'm going to get her, you know what I'm going to get her? I'm going to, she likes those seltzer things. I'm going to go find like a seltzer thing, right? Like, the, surely they have a few seltzer things besides, you know, your typical, I don't know, what, what do they get for seltzer? What's the seltzer things? Um,
0: you mean like a white claw? Yeah, like, like, or, sure. Like, they
1: have other. I know there's like a billion white claws, but maybe there's like a new crafty kind of seltzer thing, right? Uh, sure. Lo no. behold, that I re- did not realize that there is seven thousand kinds of crafty seltzer things nowadays.
0: Um, yeah, everybody's you. You go to a you go to a craft brewery, and I've only been to a couple down here, oddly, but they're kind of spread out. They're like, oh, we have this beer, this beer, this beer. We also have this and this, which are our seltzers. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, White Claw was so popular that... Or Trulies. That uh, was another one. Trulies, yeah. Trulies is a big name also. Yeah. So anyway, you're looking so, for so seltzer. So looking
1: for seltzer. And, and what, what I, just, I just had to like... I, I, didn't, I didn't get any. And the reason I didn't get any one was because I thought, okay. well, well who, who knows what... At this point, it's kind of like buying... You, you go to somebody, I'm going to buy them a beer. And like, well, what kind of beer do they, like, Like, oh, I need to know more information before I buy just this, you know, I I realized that I was out of, out of Mm -hmm. my league Mm -hmm. on seltzer stuff. Um, And, uh, but, but what made me throw my hands up is, is I think it's like Michelob or something has a seltzer and it was organic seltzer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of here. You have organic seltzers. (laughs) Isn't this all like artificially flavored? How is your artificially flavored organic mango? It's an organic in any way. I don't, I was, I was done and I just left Kroger with with my ground beef. It was done. So I, I I wish that I was at your your fancy
0: chili wine place. So you made a, did you make a, a Valentine's burger instead of, of, of seltzer? I'm confused by the, the Uh, Oh no, that ground
1: beef. You mean, no, no, uh, we were celebrating my birthday at work uh, a couple weeks late because complicated because of COVID and stuff. It's, uh, I I chose Mexican, and uh, I had to make Uh, the ground beef. So we had nachos today for lunch, which was boring to talk about, but you know, delicious to eat. Nice. nice. Okay. Hey. So I want to get to us early on this one. Several things that we can pivot to here, but let's go. I want to talk about our movie. I don't know if it's going to be long or short. I can't feel you out on this one. So let's let's grab it early today
0: all right this week we are talking about the 2001 film the majestic uh directed by frank darabont written by michael sloan uh the director here better known for uh being part of the writing team for uh shawshank redemption and the green mile oh okay um but directed this movie, you can see some, well, I guess not. I guess not. I don't have a lot of, I don't have a lot
1: of directing memories. Now that I look back, I don't think there was nothing notable. Yeah. So,
0: so there was a moment and I don't remember what, which moment it was, but there was a moment in this movie that had a kind of building music that you almost don't notice. Okay. That reminded me of the music in Shawshank when they go into his cell and he's not there and the music like gradually builds and it's it's this kind of tense tension uh kind of music and it was similar so i could see you know the the director's uh voice in this in this way i think the director um, needed to talk to the writers more on this one
1: yeah cuz i think that i think the directing and the writing were making two different kind of movies
0: Yeah. definitely somewhere Somewhere, somebody was not sure what kind of movie they were making. Yeah, I feel, I feel um, like the
1: writing was making a very fantastical, unbelievable world, but endearing in the same way. Right, you can do that one, where the writer seemed to make it like real and realistic. Or sorry, the director was real and realistic, and the actors were that way. So I, I don't know,
0: or some of the actors. Yeah. Were. So, so let's um. I'm gonna hit the bell here. This isn't a movie with a with a twist or a big reveal. Like you're you're more or less given the answer to all of the the questions at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, you, like you, you, anything yeah there, there's there, not a lot that it's, are gonna it's,
1: deviate here.
0: It's all it's all dramatic irony. Like there are big mysteries. It's like watching School of Rock. Like you know you know who Jim Carrey is at the beginning and and who he's not and then the whole middle part of the movie is just waiting to find out when other people figure that yeah, out. Yeah, the and the, the pre spoiler bell so, thing for this would be that. So we could say
1: like the, the details of that. I think it's online. Is that he he loses this guy who's a writer in Hollywood gets accused of being a communist in the nineteen forties or fifties, something like that. And he is fifty one. Fifty one, and then he gets in an accident and hits his head. Wakes up in a Correct. little town. Gets mistaken to be. Uh, somebody's son who they thought was dead in the war. Um, he can't remember. Right. So most of the movie, he's trying to remember that, but everybody th- thinks that he's this guy. Um, and, obvi- but so just by that description alone, without spoilery stuff, you know, at some point he's going to get found out at some point. I mean, not found out. he He's going to find out right who he is. Um, and at some point right. that's going to catch up to him. At some point, the communist uh, party angle, which he was never a part of is going to come back you know, into play. Right. I mean, you know that from the beginning. Um, right. And you know that the people in the town are going to be disappointed, but that is not spoilery stuff. Cause it's just exactly what you expect to happen and does happen.
0: Yeah. From, from the first, from the prologue sequence, you get all of that information yeah. and then, and then you spend the whole middle, uh, you know, part, I mean, most of the whole movie, um, just waiting to see, like, whether he starts to remember. You know, it's an amnesia story. So, like, yeah. is he gonna? Is he gonna remember? Is he gonna remember gradually? Is it gonna just hit him? And then, what's he gonna do once he figures it out? And so, that's the only reason I'm putting spoiler bell here, because otherwise, we would just talk about it, and I would say, <laughs> you know, yeah, you you said it wanna, right when you but, said
1: amnesia story. That, that's that's a good label. That that tells everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to hit the bell just okay. in case you are going to watch this and don't want us to spoil it. Okay, so, we're so, going to get so into what are, what are we spoil? the details of the plot, what, okay, so if you're still listening, yeah. uh, uh jump ahead. What, what's, I want to do that after the bell so if somebody's listening. They're sure. like, "Oh, I, heard oh now I what's that bell mean? Uh what, what does
1: yeah. What is a spoiler here? What what is a spoiler here? Like that, that's actually one of my when I was thinking about talking about this, I was like, "What is a spoiler here?" The only spoiler would be that, uh, I don't know.
0: I mean, he goes back.
1: He goes back? Yeah, that they like him?
0: That's sort of, that they like him? That's sort of telegraphed. But yeah, they, yeah, that's the, that's the big. And so, uh, boy, I don't know. This is, this is sort of final judgment stuff, but I'll <laughs> say it right here at the top. Like, I saw this movie when it was very new. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing I remember most was, you know, it was 2001. So I was early college. Um, Maybe mid college. We're, were at the time. Um, were you amazed
1: that Jim Carrey wasn't being a goof? Like he was doing serious roles at that point in his career. You know, I Truman don't Show. know. I
0: there was somewhere around here was Truman Show and um and Liar Liar. So yeah. I had seen some more. Like Liar Liar is still goofy, but it's but less, it's more it's less serious so, yeah. than it's it's not Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. And he's, I mean. He's not goofy ever in this movie. Not at all, right? Um, which didn't bother me at all. No, the most thing I, re- the thing I remember most about it is arguing with one of my friends at the time about the whole McCarthyism angle because they were mm. of the opinion that I don't, I don't really know. I think I was so like put off by their perspective that I was like, I don't think we're going to talk about this because otherwise, <laughs> you know, they're one of those friends that you like you just argue with and yeah. i'm like i don't really want to argue about this that like they thought it was not okay for there to be communists living in the u.s it, like it's not okay for them to be here and i'm like um <laughs> yeah it is i don't think you yeah. i don't think you know how america works if, <laughs> right uh, yeah if you're pro, if you're pro mccarthyism <laughs> right uh which is you know uh n- neither here nor there yeah, i don't sure. want to get into that i'm that by gets, no means an expert on that topic yeah. It yeah um but suffice to say
1: boy the- dennis and i are anti-mccarthyism so that- anti-mccarthyism <laughs> sure
0: yeah um so i i put this movie on the list because of these sequences at the beginning and end in the um in these this hollywood pitch room and it says in the trivia that at least one of those guys doing the voices is uh is rob reiner Oh, okay. And maybe a couple like his son or his brother. They're like actual directors um, that are sort of sort of parrying this parodying this pitch process. And I remember it being like kind of witty and biting at the time. It's like, oh, yeah, look at Hollywood. They're just they're just cranking out these movies and they're throwing dumb ideas at a wall to see what sticks. And they're like, what if there's a dog and the dog runs and it's so awful? And I'm watching it now, and I'm like, okay, it doesn't seem all that clever. I see what they're trying to do, but it also sort of just seems like what a brainstorming meeting would look like if you were in a writer's room or yeah. doing something like that, with a like collaborating with a group. You, you know, there, there's a
1: scene at the end that they do this, and I felt that way just what you're like when he's at the end, when he's in that writer's room again, and they're trying to think of a thing for the movie and they're brainstorming. I just kept thinking like, this is that just what you're describing. Like, this is the brainstorming for this movie. Like they, they're just throwing crud at the wall and saying,
0: do the next thing. And then that, that was part of it too. What, um, what did we watch? It was like this old matrix, uh, four matrix resurrection, whatever. Yeah. Um, where it was like, they had jokes in the movie that were supposed to be meta, right? Right. I, th- I think they... I don't know if they say amnesia, but it's something as cliche as amnesia. And I was like, I don't think you wanted to make fun of your own movie in the movie. This is not... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This yeah, movie is yeah. not satire. Right. Like, like those scenes were played as satire, and the the whole rest of the movie is more like is more um, self self aggrandizing is more self aggrandizing than your typical Spielberg movie. Yeah. Um, That, that, that's what I'm
1: saying. I think that the writers and the director had two different movies that they they were shooting.
0: It's yeah. Were you doing this kind of sardonic critique of Hollywood with also, you know, this strong, like anti, mccarthyism in inclusivity um uh theme or were you doing this like hallmark style very contrived saccharine small town movie yeah
1: and they switch oh. they they switch at the beginning and they go to the, the town and then it's a whole different kind of movie and then they go back and then it's a whole different kind of movie and then they, he goes back at the end and it's back to that movie again i'm like i didn't know what was yeah what kind of movie that
0: was yeah and then it's like it's you you know you've got this critique of hollywood but then in the middle like he refurbishes this old theater and does all this gushing about how great movies and movie theaters are and how you get to live you leave your problems outside and it's all it's just like it's like one monologue to the next from the various different characters um and and yeah, just all of it. So, so heavy handed. And then part of, part then of then it is of, like
1: how this ahead. town was hurting from the
0: war. Right. On, on, and, on top and of all it. of. And that was all amped up, too. Right. It's like you've got all these all these people and they lost all their sons and they the you know, I guess the government sent them a monument and they didn't put it up. It's just hidden in the basement there. Although, although they had, names had a them. monument
1: of the cemetery.
0: Right. Yeah, they had the cemetery with all the. Um, like it was fenced off and made really and,
1: with the flag and.
0: Yeah, really nice cemetery, um, and and on top of all that, this movie is two and a half hours long. Yeah, I split. It, it, so I split it into there were,
1: two, so that was more helpful.
0: Yeah, I think I watched a little bit of it because I was trying to decide whether I was going to watch the Super Bowl last night. Mm. Um, there were people in the activities hall here at the campground watching it. And it's just like a TV with folded chairs and sure. stuff. And I'm like, you know what? I can watch the ads on YouTube and I don't care about either team. I'm going to I'm gonna watch this movie before it gets too late. Yeah. Because um, I had, of course, put it off till the last minute. And then I saw it was two and a half hours. And I'm like, <laughs> because, like, Here you go. resolve, like, you sort of resolve the town story, and then there's still half an hour left. And I'm like, what is half an hour? Oh, he's, he's going to, you know, appear before the tribunal. And they do this, like, you know, it's not parody. It's more like a tribute or homage to Capra. Um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington. Yeah. Right? Where this, you know, regular... Average Joe goes in and and stands up and gives a speech, and his speech goes on so long. It's very like, long. People keep try- People keep interrupting him, and the the committee chairman or whatever just keeps smacking that gavel constantly, like, banging over that and gavel. over, constantly. And the crowd's still going, and Jim Carrey's still talking, and the microphone is down on the table. Like who's hearing him as he's as he's given the speech and it's all some of the most like bland i mean yeah. you know i don't want to be anti-patriotic but it's like very basic like in that context in this like official legal it's like when you watch a a crime drama with a with a lawyer and um you'll see a youtube video of like a real lawyer watching a movie with lawyers yeah. with courtroom <laughs> scenes and it's like yeah that's inadmissible that's contempt that they would, you know, um, whatever, just right. like so much bad procedure kind of thing, but he's just up there talking and talking, um, and he's talking, he's talking in a, the-
1: a same tone. He doesn't like get inspirational per se. He doesn't like ramp it up in times because it goes on so mm-hmm. long. Like it goes on so long. That's mm-hmm. why. And he's interrupted. So he he can't keep the momentum right. going as an actor, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that. Yeah. That. That scene. That scene fell down. And uh, if I can interject, I. I
0: yeah. I'm,
1: I think. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't hate this movie. I don't dislike it. And I, I think, if anything, it would. It would fall on my like meter because it. Cause it does have happy things. I. I actually, when they got into the, to town, and for the first fifteen minutes of town, I. I was taken aback because it's such a stark difference from what we had seen in the movie so far and that everybody in the town are goofball character caricatures they're not real like in any way no one is real Um, and it's almost like for a second I was thinking oh are they doing this show where he hit his head and he's actually dreaming all this because they're they're clearly all fake
0: right or he's or he's woken up in a movie. Yeah, something like right? that, like, right? Like, it felt like Pleasantville, very,
1: very like a movie type. Mm-hmm. Of, so, so like, oh, they're going this angle, but then I, I realized they weren't, um, and then I just, I just kind of like, okay, so this is how this is. Um, so, I, I just switched gears into this is a cheesy movie not goofy that goofy was the wrong word cheesy movie where where they're like yeah you know there's there's the buddy from high school there's the guy that nerd mm-hmm. that followed him around from and now he's a great musician player and like and the girlfriend oh she's beautiful every like it's, it, what when it happened <laughs> was when he sees his his like the the love interest and then they're talking and the town is following him the entire town right yeah like yeah that it's scene. a
0: it's this like it's this like Truman Show moment, yes. right? Where I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, fine. There's one diner restaurant in town, and everybody just eats there. Sure, I can. Okay. the I'm guy fine who right. the guy who thinks he's his son happens to also be there. Okay, fine, sure. And like that, but that stuff gets more and more implausible, right? So you're like, more. Everybody loves him. Everybody's happy to see him, and his his high school sweetheart. Is back and the room parts, and he walks, and then they're walking, and he's like, he's doing the thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, they're sort of following, watching him, right? Yeah. And the camera comes around, and they're just a mass, like um, like a massive parade. Yeah. Just following them, like in, like in um, in Forrest Gump. Yeah. I'm like, what? No. Okay. Yeah. People have jobs. People have lives. There's no way that this fan, this town. I almost said family, because that's yeah. how the town is written. It's portrayed, like, right? There's no way this town is so wrapped up, like, has so much grief over the sons they lost in the war, what's now been at least six years ago, mm-hmm. um, in every case, that they're all so wrapped up in this one guy, they're they're going to drop everything and just walk down the street after them. It's while while he's trying to have a private moment with his girlfriend and they all know it, right? They all know it. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So when that moment happened, I was like, okay, that's, that's this movie. That's, that's what we're doing now. Right. And I, and, and and because of that, I think that's why I say it, it falls on my like meter more than my dislike meter. Uh, But just, just barely like, like it's hit, it it went over. Right. Uh, Because, because that's, that's adorable. Uh, that's, that's cute, I guess. And, you know, all shucksy, which I, I tend to like. Um, mm-hmm. so, so sure. I was fine with that. Uh, you know, even cause it just, it, it just keeps playing it up even more and more all the way time with, with, with the, the African American guy in the basement and then the, the lady running the candy, like every moment that he, he shakes the hand of a guy that's lost his arm and I'm like. Everything is played so like ah shucksy that you know mm-hmm. I, I I almost started to get saccharine over overdose because of it right you know Um and then yeah. we, all that whole time there's that underlining current that I had is like okay they're gonna start unraveling this at some point they're gonna start unraveling it. it's gonna slowly start coming back it's gonna be he's gonna start. Kind of being bad guy-ish because he's gonna his old tendencies are gonna come back. He's slowly gonna want to hide and want to stay in here, and it doesn't like it. It that to its credit, it doesn't like he finds out who he is and immediately like tells the girl right and is is honest right. with it and open with it. He's honest and open with it immediately, which was a little bit of a fresh air, but also fit in with the all shucksy part of the town. It's like that's what someone in this world would have done, right? Um, yeah, and that and that was a thing.
0: I noticed um, it's not what his original
1: I, character would have done, but it's what the Ashuksie town folks.
0: Yeah, we get we get very little of his of his original character, yes, right? Like right. he's just this guy. He's working in Hollywood. He loves movies, and he's a Hollywood writer. But it's not really working, and he's not really into it. It's why they have that pitch meeting, yeah, uh, in the or that brainstorm meeting in the beginning. But what seemed I don't know, odd to me, uh, and I don't know how else you would write it. It would be a different movie if you'd written it differently. But he is completely honest and transparent with everybody who meets him. Like he doesn't, and I don't know if that's because like enough people, you know, know that he has amnesia, that he's not going to like fake any of it. Yeah, he he never to, tries
1: to pretend that he he he's he is. He never tries sure. to
0: pretend at all. Literally every person he meets, they're like, "You really don't remember me?" And he's like, "No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Just no, no. Every time." And I'm like, "I guess you really have to for a story. That you don't have to, but they made that conscious decision to make him honest and straightforward, at least in this amnesia state. Yeah. Um, where there's none of the like the stuff we saw in Memento, um, where it's like you know people." you know, for the sake of social convention and politeness and whatever, like we'll cover that stuff up so that they're Mm -hmm. not they don't hurt people's feelings and and there's none of that in this. There's none of that uh complexity and conflict. It just he doesn't know. He doesn't know anything and he just goes with it and then you get to the end and it's like, Oh, I guess I always knew. Like she always knew and somebody else always knew Yeah always knew. Yeah. And and like and, OK,
1: I, I will say that overall, I think that the movie, its idea is pretty good, solid in general. I think the execution from the director, maybe now that I think of it now, maybe it's the director uh, or or and, and or the writing probably end the writing uh, is, sure. is was poorly executed because you could have spent more time on him not being a great person at the beginning or not being as. Honest and straightforward as he is as Luke, right? Um, so you mm-hmm. could have given that kind of total juxtaposition of, of who he was before and who he is now. Um, I I would not have wanted him becoming more of a jerk throughout, the, or not jerk, but like hiding it and pretending. I liked his straightforwardness sure. actually, and, and, but having more of him being who he was, Peter, I think it was his name uh, at the beginning, would have helped a lot more. Also, mm-hmm. the, the the over the top caricatures of the town was just too much. It just was too it just yeah. did not fit with anything that was real or understandable or believable um so that that definitely needed toned down a whole lot um yeah. and then it could it then it that so that idea all those ideas would have been fine. they just kind of executed it kind of poorly so that's why i said I, I like this yeah. I don't know if we're moving to final judgment i I, I like this
0: yeah, let's do it.
1: I like this, but um, it's not a great movie, you know, and and there's a lot of reasons it's not a great movie. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I I never, I think it's supposed to be a stirring emotional film, and I don't think I Mm -hmm. ever had stirring emotion during it. Not that it was bland or boring per se, but I never reached any heights of sadness where I wanted to... To tear up when a, a bad thing happened, you know, it just happened. No. I kind of expected when a bad thing would happen, um, yeah. and and when when loving things happen or fall apart or whatever, I expected them, so I didn't really. And, and none of the people were believable enough for me to have any an emotional attachment to them at all. Um. So yeah, that all of those things added up to a movie that's like, okay, yeah, it's fine. But it could have been it could have been done better with a different team,
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I would say that that the that the concept of the premise was all that like you know um new um not new, original? but like original or like amazing, incredible, like whatever compliment i'm on to I'm gonna counter in that like um you know all stories are contrived, but mm-hmm. amnesia is a very contrived story uh um device yeah
1: oh yeah Am- amnesia story and, when you said that that's the that is the best,
0: yeah, it's like is this a hallmark movie is this a soap opera like what are we what are we watching here um i think without without the cast, like without uh jim carrey and i mean mostly jim carrey but a handful of others who i remember from that era um i think this movie would have been completely forgotten and it kind of it kind of was like when when i thought about it and put it on the list i was like i wonder why i don't hear about that anymore like the idea of like this this hollywood thing and it's all about this theater small town theater like how did this not get into you know those circles people talk about oscar movies and whatever and it's because it's not very good yeah um, exactly i why. think right i think for me i don't i don't know like it, the numbers the one to ten numbers thing are weird because i feel like something has to be really atrocious to be five or below which is a weird sort of sort of psychological thing this is not it's not a terrible movie it's just it's just really mediocre. It's really yeah, it's good. Um, that's a good term. Kind of poorly executed, and just very like, um, very sappy, uh, uh over the top emotional writing. Um, but but not and, but not yeah.
1: good enough to be emotional writing, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, not like. Not the Spielberg level where you don't care because it's it's landing and you you feel you know whatever emotion Spielberg is trying to evoke. Um, this just felt cliche. Yeah,
1: yeah. So unfortunate, yeah.
0: M- missed opportunity.
1: Yep. I think that's a that's a good yeah good good way to say yep. this one. Uh, okay, so next week I have one, and I am going to give you a warning. I am not picking uh, one of the greatest movies ever told for this one uh, <laughs> simply because um, I think it has been tw- at least 25 years since I've seen this this, this movie uh, or 20, maybe 20 years. Uh, I don't know how okay. old it is, but it uh, it's speed is what's called Keanu Reeves speed. Uh, it is. Keanu
0: Reeves, Sandra Bullock.
1: I, I have this strong feeling that it is going to be exactly what I remember it being like, cause I, I don't, I don't hold it up as high thing, but I remember it being, uh, Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves with you know his woe mentality, and Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. being Sandra Bullock of, in in the nineties uh, on right. on an adventure. Both of
0: them, both of them in their careers in the nineties. Yeah,
1: so yeah. I'm hoping that that's how it 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 plays out. So that's uh, right now what I kind of feel like is feeling something that's not trying to to push me or pull me, but you know, be exactly what I expect it to be. And I'm hoping that speed. If- uh, which will make me happy. Did we? Did we watch the Lake House? No. Is that the one where he like writes letters to himself or something, or to to a girl in the future? It's a time travel thing.
0: Yeah, it's well, it's him and it's Keanu and Sandra Bullock again. I I liked um, that one
1: actually. I liked that one the, a lot. Next matter of fact, I think I like that one as well, if not as much as the Notebook.
0: Yeah, it's um it's one of those things where uh, a romantic comedy takes a, a sci-fi mechanic or that's not the right word element and injects it into the story. But because it's a romantic comedy and not a science fiction movie, um, it's, it's, you know, as we'd say, soft sci sci sci-fi. Yeah. Um, Like it's never explained because it's not important. It doesn't matter. Uh, Like that, beatles uh movie with um i forget who was in that now but uh um, um yesterday oh, yesterday yeah, yeah. what's called yeah. We, we watched yeah. that yeah in in lake house they both live in the same house at different times like two years apart and somehow their mail crosses bef- between that time um boundary yeah Actually, that reminds me of another movie. We, we should,
1: should add, actually we should add that. But anyway, we should add that to our list because we we don't have a lot of romantic comedies between the two of us or romantic shows, and that that seems like a good one to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't <laughs> really want to watch it. that show,
1: but yeah, sure. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. I I
0: watched it fairly recently. I'm I'm just like, you know, I don't know what. How much you and i could say to the genre we, we
1: should we should have watched comics, it this week is what we should have watched for this week because it's valentine's day and all that stuff but
0: mm, yeah i was i was completely unaware of <laughs> right now clearly i was until my schedule this one <laughs> right right yeah yeah
1: okay so so speed we're uh j- just have i okay. just have fun movie how's that one i've got several yeah. of those on, on the list we'll watch something serious later
0: Alright. Um I watched a couple of things this past week. Yeah. Um and actually let's see. Oh. Okay, so I watched a movie that I've heard good things about called Pig. Okay. Uh,
1: okay, what uh medium is this on? Um Netflix, on Hulu on?
0: Um On movies. I Showtime? It, it's a movie. Okay. It's a movie. It's a newer movie. Um, okay. I'll have to double check where I watched it. I watched it on my computer. But, okay. um It's Nicolas Cage, and he is a um, uh, uh, mushroom truff, truffle f- hunter? Farmer? They say mushroom hunting, but he's not farming. He's got this pig, that, <laughs> okay. uh, he, and he lives out in the woods uh, by himself with this pig and finds these truffles and sells them to a real douchey guy who comes from up, comes up from Portland and buys them from him because they're, you know, super rare and valuable for cooking. Yeah. And that's the setup of the movie. Uh, it... I really liked it for about the first half, and then the second half, probably a combination of me being tired and the pacing kind of slowing down. Um, I got kind of i'm just gonna say i got kind of bored by it to the point where when it got to the conclusion i wasn't really all that invested in it at all i was just like okay cool and it ends and it ends that way so i don't want to say that it had an unsatisfying ending just that the the experience of that was was unsatisfying to me um that's my that's my that's my review for
1: uh uh, I'm going to, I'm going to put quotes around and say, repeat that for what Dennis just said for the movie I watched called power of the dog. So I feel the same way, the power of the dog. I, I'm not going to review it. Just dogs. say, just, just rewind what Dennis said and yeah. then apply that to, to it.
0: <laughs> uh, the other movie I watched is something that our buddy Fox really liked called tick, tick, boom. Okay. Um, this is, that's, what, that's starring... how a bomb goes, Dennis. That's how bombs work. That's, that's how a bomb goes. Um, Boy, I shouldn't. I should have looked this up before I start talking about it. Um, so all this is based on memory. I'm probably going to make mistakes and be ignorant about things. Um, uh, Andrew Garfield. Oh, wait, this, this got
1: like a lot of uh, like big
0: yes. notes, people said, and
1: he's got like a lot of
0: people uh, liking him because of so- it. somewhere, somewhere in the project, um, uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda is involved. Um, okay you know of 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 uh hamilton fame Mm -hmm. um although he is in this movie but in like one scene okay so uh uh, lynn manuel um and this is the story slash autobiography of a guy whose name i'm gonna blank on which is awesome um when they say his name too uh he's a songwriter jonathan larson right john john that's it john jonathan a lot of them call him john um he's probably most famous for having written rent okay
1: musical okay
0: and so this is um a musical that he wrote after his first musical didn't get made didn't get picked up okay um this is actually what I'm telling you is more than I knew going into the movie. Okay. I started this knowing Fox watched it. And I was like, I'm going to watch this cool Andrew Garfield movie. And he starts talking and I'm like, this is a musical, isn't it? <laughs> I think I knew that, but okay, let me, let me shift and adjust my, and it's taking place 1990. Okay. Um, I was alive and man. so was I, I was nine. <laughs> um, but he's just about to turn 30 and he's stressing about it. He, you know, he's comparing all the people who have done things like, you know, Paul McCartney had written his last song with John Lennon before he turned 30 and stuff like that. And so they're singing all these songs and it's going back and forth between a narration frame where he's talking to the audience and playing songs and then into um, fl- like a flashback, like into the real like setting of that time um and then you find out this is sort of a spoiler but if you know this world you already know this uh you find out at the end that the original guy wrote all this and you know but the movie doesn't tell you until the end um that he died young Oh, Um, spoiler jonathan larson i mean they say it in the first song spoiler for his life (laughs) even even right even before the so if you if you don't know the movie tells you early on and then you spend the rest that's why it's called tick tick boom like he feels this anticipation it's reminded me of hamilton a little bit if you know the historic events of what happened to alexander hamilton um but really i've talked too much about the details of the story it's it's a it's a musical and so it's <laughs> you've said you know, that. Got Come all here. got it's all got all those musical check. But it's but it is It's small and tight. I've never seen Rent, so I assume that there are some some similarities in style there. I was struck by the nineties of the music. Okay. Um and like as he's singing songs, I'm like, this is like on Parks and Rec when Andy Dwyer says his music is a lot like Matchbox 20 meets Dave Matthews band. (laughs) And then he grabs a guitar and play. And you're like, yeah, that sounds exactly like Matchbox 20 meets Dave Matthews band. Except this didn't seem like a parody of 90s music. It it seemed like genuine 90s, you know, musical theater music. Yeah. And then I find out that it was actually written in that time. And I'm like, oh, well, that's why. It's not something somebody wrote now to sound like this. It's something somebody wrote in this time. Mm. Um, and the scope of it is small because it's really just about him and his struggle living in this place and being broke and sort of pushing away and alienating um, people close to him for the sake of, of making this project. Uh, you know, making this, trying to make this musical that he's written into reality like get it get it made get it produced (laughs) um meanwhile it's sort of it's somewhere right around the peak of the aids epidemic okay right it's it's 1990 in this new york theater scene and so he has friends who are sick like you get that pretty early too yeah um i'm really giving away a lot of a lot of thematic details of the story but um this feels like a, i enjoyed it so it feels it's, like a great companion if you liked and watched the movie rent uh, pr- probably and if you if you did you probably already know about this and have already seen it but i i enjoyed very much like the musical style like i said i was nine in 1990 mm-hmm. but i still remember the aesthetic of the 90s well yeah. and so and it's and it's new york so it's like the cutting edge right like the the styles and things that we wouldn't see in the midwest until the mid 90s they already had yeah. so there's like you know a couch that's mostly white but got different um uh different colored paint splatters on the print you yeah. know what i'm talking about yeah yeah there were i there was you know shirts and pillows and all kinds of stuff like that in that in that era you're like right on the transition between the 80s and the 90s um a lot of like teal and and squiggly lines and stuff yeah um anyway anyway (laughs) i enjoyed that movie i enjoyed that movie a lot it's it's a um it's an emotional story um but i mean people have said he's he's having a good year andrew garfield
1: with that yeah the other movie that shall not be named with the spoiler that happens
0: Yeah, that's a, and that's and that's the thing. Instead of instead of talking about all these details of the story, that's what I should really convey is that um, Andrew Garfield's emotion and expression in this movie is all so good. Yeah, Um, it's it's just excellent.
1: I, I, you know, it's it's great. Some of those things like this that you, and I've heard that you're not the only one. I've heard that several times about about him in this movie, and 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 I still, even after your description of the, the movie. I haven't heard more than anybody else has said about it, and and, and no offense, but y- your description doesn't make me want to run out and watch it. Neither did any of the other descriptions make <laughs> me want to watch it. But it sounds like by your like final judgment of it and everybody else's too, it's that like this is one of those intangible things that an actor diz- does that makes you ne- that you need to watch, but we can't tell you about it. I mean, we can't say it in words, right? Does that sound right?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's music, right? And it's and yeah. it's emotion. So like I can tell you that it's good and I can tell you the story and spoil it. So it's like how do I uh He yeah. dies in the end. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> he's not not really Uh
1: so they yeah, I watched out. um say so I watched that, that uh show we we're just watching the The Power of the Dog, which I, I won't go into, but it you know it wasn't for me. Uh and um I got to play. I finally got to the, my Spider-Man Miles Morales game. Uh, it's mm. for, for PlayStation Five. I, I bought it when I bought the PlayStation Five, and and I, I absolutely. Right, right. There's only a couple games on uh, that I have ever platinum trophied which is you know a nerd point of achievements, and right. you know where you get every single trophy in a game. And one of them yep. is Lord of the Rings game, and another one is the Spider-Man game because I just really loved it that much. That so basically it tells you if I platinum a game, I just played it because. It was so much fun that I just did. Right. Um, And Mm -hmm. so this one is the, I don't know if you call it sequel to it. It's the, um, it's the continuation. Like it's a whole game in and of itself. Yes. Uh, But it is basically the first it's, it's it's the Spider-Man game, you know, with new character, new stuff, new, a, a few new powers, a few new abilities so I guess it is like a modern sequel, but it's not like a whole new crafted engine or anything, you know, kind of like what you would say of mm. a new call of duty game. Like the next one is a continuation of the one from the year before. Right. Sure. Uh, so, which has been pretty great. So I, I haven't played a whole lot of it, but I did get to sit down and play some of it and get into it. And I was like, Oh great. This is going to be exactly what I expected. Exactly what I want. Cause I, I missed the old game and I want to play this one. And it's already in the first, you know, half hour, um, got me into this part where I want to keep playing it, and I'm back in my mode again. Which was you know, very pleasant. I'm very happy, so looking forward to continue on on that one. Um, a little bit on down the line. And unlike uh, I, I did buy Battlefield 2042 as another PlayStation 5 game. I haven't really talked a lot about it on PlayStation 5, but uh, that I bought day one, and I played it for the first couple of days and haven't played it again. Not because I hate it, just I just don't. Some games you, you buy you get you're excited about, and then or movies and you just kinda don't care to watch or play. You you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Like mm-hmm. y- you wish you did, yep. but you're like, uh eh. Um, but I will say the big thing that I watched this weekend was um the Doctor Strange trailer. I think that's probably mm. the biggest thing that, that came out that's lighting the internet on fire. It it's it is um Crazy phenomenon we live in, and it's you know, we'll mark things in our life about remember when Minecraft came out, that was a big thing. Remember when this happened, you know, 9 11, uh, Marvel and MCU, the way they changed movie going is one of those things. So, watching something like the, the Doctor Strange trailer is different than it's kind of like watching a Star Wars trailer almost, uh, except Star Wars is like there's this great, you know, you get episode seven or something, which is the first one to come out forever, it's kind of like. It's a big piece that's coming, you know, that, that's going to come out to this thing that you like. When the Marvel, a new Marvel, good Marvel MCU movie comes out, it's more like, oh, I get to watch the next chapter, right? It's kind of like reading a right. book, and the next chapter is out. Is yeah. is the way it kind of feels? So, it's antip- it's anticipation for seeing the next chapter in this world. I think. Um, and, then right. and this one is. <laughs> this one is you watch the trailer, right? Yep. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, trailers are trailers that are expertly crafted, especially by Marvel. Um, so you, you can't really, people will talk it to death and you can go online and look at all that kind of stuff, which is cool. Sure. Um, of course. And you, you can never trust anything. I mean, if anything, you've seen the Spider-Man trailers, you know, that they trailers, they intentionally edit everything out. So to t- change your, your direction, uh, the Last Jedi from Star Wars, same exact thing. You know, trailers are going to lead you in a marketing direction, not in a actual movie. Uh, so right. that being said, it's, it is confirmed that Patrick Stewart is in is in this one. Um, so now, okay. That
0: that, I thought I heard I thought I heard his voice in the trailer, so I wasn't sure.
1: Yeah, that's that. That was the big thing is you hear you hear his, his unmistakable voice. And then they did come out and so say, yeah, he he's in there. Big surprise, everybody. Surprise surprise, Professor X is in is in this movie. Um so uh that's our first our first actual X-Men in the new MCU or 15 year MCU whatever it what is. A, what about those ones that were in uh, Deadpool?
0: Or oh, Deadpool doesn't count. Yeah, does uh,
1: De- Deadpool wasn't uh, wasn't MCU. No,
0: that was that was pre That was
1: Fox. Yeah. It was still Fox. He will be Still someday. Nice. Um, but, you know, which is cool, fun, exciting. I mean, I could nerd out. If we had a guest on, I'd nerd out about the Illuminati and all the cool stuff. But honestly, here's the big thing about that trailer uh, that people don't keep... They're just so excited about that they f- it, uh, neglect to say, is that it's a multiverse movie. So all this yeah. stuff can just be like things that aren't going to stick around.
0: Hey, it's multiverse. It's like... um the act no wait i knew it pietro in wandavision yes yes he was cross he was X. he was the first x-men in uh, yeah
1: unfortunately yes sure i'll I'll go for that it it was (laughs) i mean yeah sure i mean he wasn't actually playing the pietro this i think this is going to be the actual professor x that was in the other movies um but sure I, i get what you're saying he uh, but it'll be something that doesn't that doesn't cigarette. It will, I am certain that it will. It will, um, they'll they'll pull in mutants somehow here. Uh, my favorite, I mean, they're
0: not, let's ahead. let's be honest, they're not going to um, they're not signing Patrick Stewart for a series no. of Disney, Marvel, X Men movies.
1: No, I what what'll likely happen? This is my little prediction is that. He'll be in here. He'll introduce Professor X as this like leader of mutants and people, and the, the Illuminati are like big leaders of everything. Yeah. And um, right. so th- they'll introduce this per- this character that everyone will know, right? They'll know who this Professor X character is, and and most importantly, he'll be introduced to Doctor Strange, and he'll be introduced to America Chavez, people who will be sticking around, and maybe Wanda even. Uh, so when they go back into the real world, maybe like when a new professor X gets cast or a perfect young professor X or whatever they, they come across in whatever incarnation, the MCU will, he'll have some kind of a weight that this is that version of this guy. Right. Right. Uh, so I don't think the,
0: obviously the Patrick Stewart version won't stick around. Um, how long, how long has it been since we've seen, I'm just trying to gauge the likelihood of a, Typical, so like, excluding the demographic of typical Marvel moviegoers that you and I are in, who saw those X-Men movies, like, what's the cutoff, like, if a 12-year-old goes and sees, well, I don't know if a 12-year-old can handle Multiverse of Madness, but if, I don't know, a 15-year-old, I don't know, I don't have kids, so so apologies to anyone whose kids I've insulted, Um, or if we actually somehow have young listeners (laughs) um like what's the cutoff right like logan logan was rated r so what was before that uh the time travely. no that was days of future past
1: Past, um it was 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 prior to that one i it it was um
0: i mean that was earlier but was that was patrick stewart in that dark phoenix was the last one uh okay that came after no
1: that was 2019 believe it or not
0: but Patrick Stewart was in that?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was in that.
0: I as, mean, as 2019
1: Xavier. feels like an, an E on a go.
0: Yeah, that was 10 years ago, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was
1: well, well said. <laughs> that was 10 years so,
0: ago. So, uh, yeah, that's speaking of, I don't want to talk about this too much, but I watched on YouTube the the Super Bowl halftime show from last night Yeah, um, with all the the rappers, the hip-hop artists. And I went and looked at some of the songs. So I was like, I had this moment watching it where I'm like, "Oh, this feels like like new music, except it's it's new music that I know." And so I guarantee, like, I'm not a big hip hop fan. So the fact that I recognized the first four songs, I'm like these are old, <laughs> Those are old, old rap ones, songs. Yeah. And I and I looked them up, and they're all like 98, 99, 2000, yeah, 2001, 2002, and I'm like, that's not that old. Oh, it's only 20, twenty years,
1: ago. two decades ago, right? Yeah, yeah. And no, I'm like, oh god. Well, to no. to your fifteen year old uh, comment, like, so uh, X Men First Class, which was the the Patrick, uh, not the Patrick Stewart, but, but was the young, young boy, the, the young first, Professor X, right? That was that first, was in, first
0: class. Was the was the like young reboot of X Men? Yeah, that was right?
1: 2011, and. When young, uh, say a 15, today, 15 year old would have seen Professor X Patrick Stewart, they would have seen him as a major character in Days of Future Past, which was the time travel one. And he was yep. playing the older version of what these 15 year old kids would know as the younger version. Right. So they do recognize him right. as an established version of who they know of as that was 2014. Uh, they would they would have been what, like nine, something like that um so it would have been yeah. established that they they would have gotten that this so guy is a it's
0: probably it, it hasn't been so long that like you know somebody somebody in their group somebody in their friend group can tell them you know somebody Or they was, yeah or they would have known it cuz Cause, cause then a after couple, that they watch couple, Logan you know a couple You're right it's rated r but still. years older kid or or yeah. whatever um has seen it and, and yeah and then so, and then
1: later dark phoenix did come out if you were if you were enter- entertained by even by days of future past then you probably watched dark phoenix and he's definitely in that one um i
0: mean you know i'm always i'm always wait, thinking about is he i don't
1: know maybe he's not maybe he's not i don't know who knows maybe he's okay. the young guy i think it's the young guy I
0: i'm think always thinking thing. about the the homework element of a movie right? yeah like right. what's yeah, the yeah what's the ask like what are you asking of your audience to be able to understand and appreciate your movie and of course i've said before marvel is very good at um having those things but making them not be necessary Mm -hmm. right like you can still watch the movie you can still follow the arc of that movie without you know you know in a vacuum yeah up until up until uh Infinity War, which has no explanation at all, you're just like here are these people yeah. and now they're yeah. going to fight, um, and so th- that question of like you know how many people in in the theater are going to get it and how many people are going to have to have it explained to them. I think I think um, this
1: Doctor Strange is is an an end game Infinity War situation. Like I, I don't think yeah. that that anyone can watch this cold. I was just thinking about, like, Shelley was mm. like, oh, because Sydney and I were excited about the, watching this trailer. And she was like, is this something that I would like? She She's always sweet and like, you know, should I watch this with you? But I, but mm-hmm. I, I looked at that and I'm like, no. I mean, it's not. A, it's I, I thought immediately, like, this is not a standalone Ant-Man thing that we can watch. um, and, and I think it has all to do, not necessarily with the things we're talking about here with um, Professor X and stuff. Because I think that stuff will be, will be. I mean, it'll just be a dude, a bald dude played by Patrick Stewart who is powerful. I don't think anyone would what, need to know that at all, right? right and he'll use right. the, maybe the term Charles Xavier. You you probably and you never need to know that. It might just be his introduction so that later on when you see a different Charles Xavier, you might know. Uh but I don't think that's important. Any of the other even the what if stuff because there's a whole bunch of what if characters, the zombie characters, the what if right. S- Strange Supreme, maybe even the what if Ultron uh will be in this one. I don't think that you they will require you to watch any of that stuff. Um, for this one, I think they'll right. just kind of be introduced. Yeah. But I think everything with Wanda is going to be... I have a feeling she'll be the primary antagonist for the movie. And all of her past right. will require you to watch WandaVision, which requires you to know about her past mm-hmm. with Vision and
0: everything. There, there was... Because we saw... When did we see... Oh, at the end... Uh, well they show this is in the trailer but at the end of um spider-man you see uh um this is the tag at the end of spider-man oh the the strange trailer yeah you see you see strange go and talk to wanda yeah and so it seemed like okay she's connected to this in some way but it's just going to be like she did this thing and i'm sure that they'll put a little bit of exposition to like explain that, but there was more of her in the trailer than I expected. Although I think we probably said that when we watched WandaVision was like, yeah, they're doing this and this. And even though it's all just her magic and her and her power, like they're teasing this, this multiverse thing, but Marvel has done and with Sony a little bit Hmm. like done this sort of, like fake out with the multiverse before, sure right? with Absolutely. um yeah, with uh mysterio, yeah, oh yeah, right in, in far from home, yeah, um, and so yeah, so, we yeah. you, yeah, you know, you're
1: right, Tra- I mean, bringing that back home, trailers are, are never an indicator, and i I will say that this trailer does show um <clears throat> sorry, <clears throat> does show Wanda more than the first trailer did. Um, she they show her they show zombie Wanda. I, that's something that you probably didn't see if you just watched the trailer. There, there was a new trailer that appeared that they dropped, which we just you and I watched. And then there was a quick, like fifteen second, um, or thirty second Super Bowl spot that they dropped. Oh, it's, I see. That's di- It's totally adds all new scenes and it's totally different. Um, so in that one, you see zombie Wanda from What If. Okay. Uh, in okay. real in real active stuff, you see Zombie um you see Zombie Doctor Strange, which is pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um and then you see what's called Defender Strange. Uh, he was uh, like he it's played by I think it's the same, it might be Benedict, but I'm not sure. He looks like the co- a comic book character. Like he's in his comic book outfit and everything. And so was the Defenders that
0: Netflix show? Yeah, with yeah. The, they with Daredevil were Daredevil and stuff. Okay. Yeah, and he
1: he was a member. I'm sure, the I don't books. have my. Yeah, we, my we won't get into that. Yeah, because yeah.
0: he's in New York too. They're all he's in New, New
1: York. York too, right? He he was a part of that team. Uh ba- Basically, that was uh comic books. Let's grab all those C list characters and put them together, and then you had the Defenders. Sure, sure. Um So people are hating on me right now for saying that, but anyway, m- my point was is that that Wanda. Um, has a lot of lines in here. She she does in the trailer say things like, you know, you make a mistake and it's like, no big deal. I do. And everybody's, you know, it's not, it's not okay. That doesn't seem fair. Right. And she says yeah, it in a very that. sinister way. Um, and sure, you yeah. see her in her like full Wanda or Scarlet Witch outfit several times where she's not stable and she's kind of bad guy. She's also using mm-hmm. her like evil magic, which you see a lot and right. um, she, they, they show a scene, a shot where she's seeing herself in the WandaVision, like home. So she yeah. goes back there and sees that. So there's going to be a lot with her for sure. Um, my favorite prediction on this, uh, especially that, that's given a lot more strength with the introduction of Professor X and Patrick Stewart, is that maybe not in this movie, but eventually, if Wanda becomes maybe who knows, Wanda may be the next Thanos. Um, hmm. Yeah, be, okay. you know that they they sprinkle Wanda throughout the entire like here and there uh, throughout the Marvel movies, like they're doing, um, and she becomes this ultimate villain. And they that's how they introduce the X Men. So they do uh, uh, Marvel. The MCU is known for taking big comic book series and then changing them for the MCU, you know, uh, like infinity war and and stuff like that. Uh, the, the thought here that they'll do a thing called house of M, which is where Wanda decides that she's fed up with all this mutants versus humans thing. And she says the words, no "No more more mutants. And she alters reality to make it no more mutants, except for like a few handful. Uh, the theory, the the leading theory here is that at some point when she is like a big baddie and becomes a in one of the big movies, maybe this one, maybe later, she will utter the words like like something like now there are mutants. So the opposite of it.
0: Where I heard that theory about um about WandaVision, which we didn't yeah. get. But yeah. Yeah. But, it but she be but more here here she is term. in this one and has a big
1: role and continues to have important roles um and and i think that the actress um enjoys playing this character and is you know them moving an old character into a prominent role is especially a villain role is a pretty it's a pretty neat thing you have thanos who is you know hard to say you could ever top that person but if you have a previous hero be your biggest villain now that's that's actually pretty big too a good way to you know sure do, do that kind of stuff um so yeah and and also it becomes a redemption, a redemption arc, right? Like at the end, instead of in the, the first half, you have, you have Thanos where you just have to, he has to die. It has to be the ending to be a good resolution. In this one, you're going to want right. a resolution arc where she comes back and can be redeemed. Um, redemption arc, yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to kill her. So anyway, uh, her, her cause it, cause she's a mutant. Remember in Scarlet in uh, WandaVision, we find out that the, the infinity stone didn't necessarily give her her power. She had it before some kind of way. Uh, mm. so she's nice kind of
0: there.
1: yeah she's kind yeah right right retcon there so she's a mutant by default uh, so right. she may decide instead of being alone like she is without her sons and without her, her husband that she makes others like her and that's how the okay. X-Men and mutants get involved and brought into sense. the rest of the world so I, I like that I don't know if that'll be a thing but I, I like that whole thing that would be a very fun 10 year cycle to to see this character go from hero to villain to redemption arc through several movies and
0: well yeah. and i know that i know they're setting up something with uh with elaine with uh julia julie oh yeah julia louis dreyfus
1: i wonder do you think though they're setting that up for the disney plus series like as a as a baddie for the just a disney plus thing where have
0: we seen was it i mean it was falcon we and... saw black widow which was a movie but that was And be- in and in Black Widow. That okay. was
1: before COVID though hit. So who knows what they sure. changed. Uh she's she's in, isn't she's also in um she I don't know if she's in, but they talk about her in Hawkeye. In, um,
0: in in Hawkeye, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I have a feeling that she's gonna be that whatever they do with her and her group will end up being a Disney Plus you know storyline. Could um. be, yeah. So anyway, that yeah, Doctor Doctor Strange is cool. It looks neat. Uh, I like. Off the air, you talked about what? How did you call it? The blue light versus thing. <laughs> that was that was well said. I think um, it's going to be a lot of yeah. CGI. Tons of CGI. The
0: more, yeah. The more magic, fantastical Marvel movie versus the the early ones were much more like. What were they like? Grounded. Not really like. Yeah, not really cop movies, more militaristic, right? At least the, the Captain even, America ones were. Even Cap and and to an extent Iron Man, right? Like Iron Man flies around in suit, but it's still just like missiles and guns and and you know that kind of thing. There's no magic. There's no spaceships yeah. um, in the early movies. But I'd like yeah, to. That I, was I wish based on a meme or tweet or something.
1: That I've I've a. Long said that Winter Soldier is my favorite MCU movie, uh, besides Endgame and Infinity War. Um, and you know, I'd love, I'd, I'd love to see them do more. You know, because yeah, it's cool that we got like super huge Doctor Strange, what do you call it, blue, blue light type things. But you know, it they can, they can come back and launch something else that's small. Maybe they'll, they'll redo like Daredevil or things, and I don't hmm. know, or, or, or who knows what their are they think. But you know, something that's not so world multiverse type how even speeder even peter parker is
0: huge and world encompassing these days right yeah doing doing everything like and i don't know i don't know what the answer is to this because part of me wants to say like like scale these things back a little bit like not everything has to be a big epic. And when you're focused too much on the big epic, then your small stories in between become boring. Do you think that that they're just putting those on Disney plus like Hawkeye? Maybe. I mean, maybe that lowers the expectation. I know that I thought Hawkeye was fine. Um, And, you know, I think that's part of it too. Like when you build everything around these big, um, these big sweeping epics, the small stories become boring because people's expectations are too high. So I, so I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah. You got, I mean, coming down the pipeline, just off the top of my head, you've got the new, um, Thor love and thunder coming out. That's, I think it's, I don't know if it's done rap shooting, but it's been shooting. Um, mm-hmm. it, that could be very much like Ragnarok where it could have big things, but I don't think it necessarily does. And I think, right. um, But it's still going to be, you know, CGI spectacle. Uh, Sure. And you're going to have Wakanda Forever, which I don't even know what to think about that one. I don't even know at all what to think about that one. Um, Yeah, no idea. I mean, the first one was was so good, and then now you don't have Chadwick, so I don't even know. Um, And then you have the Marvels, which, again, I don't know what to think about that one because I really didn't like the first one that much. And they're completely switching up the paradigm of all the characters that are in it. So... The
0: The Marvels?
1: Yeah, it's it's the basically Captain Marvel too. Oh, I see. It it'll have Ms. Marvel, which is
0: Kamala Khan. Kamala oh, Khan. Yeah. Uh, and it was it also has was the Monica. Captain Rambo. Marvel was Captain Marvel in um the Doctor Strange trailer? I thought I saw Yes.
1: That. Yes. Okay. That that's something that's quickly seen and I had to see it later on. Is that, that she's fighting Wanda. Um, mm. but the thing is, she's all spike, sparkly and shiny when she's attacking her. So right. it's not clear. First off, if it's any of the marvels, we know, not just some multiverse person. Right. Cause remember multiverse, sure. who, who knows? It could be anything. Uh, yeah. Another uh, thought is that it can be Monica, like it can be Monica Rambeau, who has got right. some powers at the end of that thing. Um, yeah and and we know that she's going to be a, have like captain marvel powers in the captain marvel movie and the marvels right so yeah but but she does the a version of captain marvel is fighting wanda uh so there's that and so anyway right. we've got those coming up um doctor strange i mean we all kind of knew doctor strange was going to be a big tent pole for the MCU uh we just didn't know what capacity um and there's uh blade still coming out, which is going to be weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're, they're going to fit that in. Um, and yeah, I think that's the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, but they, you're right. I think those all f- still feel like tentpole, big spectacles, epics, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, the last, uh, the last one that wasn't was, was um, black widow. And Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I liked that movie, but I know a lot of people didn't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. I mean, it's hard to tell a flashback story when you already know the fate of the character. That's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. I'm mostly, you know, as far as that movie, I mean, again, it's this annoying thing where you're like, the one, the one positive spin on the movie is some potential that it creates for other movies. And I'm like, that's... I feel like we need a different word than movie to describe what we're talking about here, because it's not like, that's not how movies work, right? Like it's supposed to be one contained story, unless it's, you know, a multi-part, like a, a two-part or a trilogy, uh, kind of thing. And, and, but anyway, um, is the potential for, uh, Yelena, the Florence Pugh character and whatever they're going to do with her. Um, you know, she already showed up in Hawkeye, which was great. She's great.
1: I, I, I would totally. You know what? We were just talking about those small ones uh, or those more personal, grounded ones. I would watch a, a show with her, like a movie, mm. you know, with that sure. Florence Pugh character, Uh being more realistic type thing. Maybe, maybe um she gets with Falcon or Captain, new Captain America, or even Bucky, and ha- has a thing. That'd, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah, and and not be like epic world things, but you know, I don't know. The more and more I watch these things as we wrap this discussion, and the more and more I think I, I watch these these things, Dennis, I I almost always do. Now that you have brought it to my attention, ask that question of like is is this something that can be standalone that can be watched on our own? And it, it, the MCU just just doubles down more and more on on no. Like I I feel that they're just past that point now. Now they're in the comic book territory mm. of. You know, you're in it now, guys. We're, we've got billions of you, and we're just going to keep holding on to you instead of trying to get new people.
0: Yeah, which is not, I don't know. It doesn't work long term. I don't think if it did, comic books wouldn't have to keep doing reboots. Right?
1: You're totally right. Absolutely. Absolutely. They wouldn't have to do reboots. And and I know it's exciting. It's an exciting thing for people who are watching and who are fans now, but yeah, you got you got it. You have to do Guardians of the Galaxy type stuff. You know, you have to have a new thing in that doesn't have to do with
0: anything, with just like a very end tag that connects it. But right, and know. then and then that thing has to be good on its own. It yes, it can't be. It can't be Ant Man and Wasp. Yes, uh, it's got to still be. And and you know, there are so many things that go into that. Right, if you are in between, uh, like. Didn't Ant-Man and Wasp come out in between Infinity War and Endgame? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and that's terrible, right? Like everybody's waiting. It's, you know, it's flashback or sort of flash sideways. So you're like, "What? When is this happening? Is this before that?" So they're doing that where while all this big stuff is going on in Infinity War, and then what's it just messes with your whole your whole set of expectations for the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no,
1: I, I, I like your use of Ant-Man often there, because it, it is, uh, and I use Gar- Guardians in kind of the same way. It's that it's you know, standalone, it does tie in, it's got the little tag that might do something that ties it in, but mm-hmm. enjoyable all on its own. And, and and Marvel does need a couple of those, and maybe they'll do that. I, I think they should do that with Blade. Uh, I don't know what they'll do with Blade. I'm not a big vampire person, but... Sure. Um, Yeah, anyway... Doctor Strange trailer, kind of cool. Thumbs up. That's I don't know when that is. May I guess? So we yeah,
0: May then. May sixth, I think.
1: Yeah, that's 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 normal. Big Hollywood blockbuster start time.
0: Sure, getting getting warm weather and whatnot. All right, I think that's yeah. We that, got That'll do. We run, run a little long here. So uh, next week, you said Speed. Speed. That's going kind of be a deep movie. We're gonna have talks about character
1: development and.
0: Yeah, the the deep uh, geopolitical implications. (laughs) That's right. And the the great voice acting and and facial acting. Making sure all the buses drive at least 55 (laughs) at all times. Now, see, just talk makes me want to watch it now. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. All right. Well, you've been listening to The Front Porch. It's episode uh, 233. Special thanks to our friends at Geek Scholars Movie News and LRM Online. If you want to reach out to us via email and suggest things that we should watch and discuss, you can do that via email. Our address is frontporchpod at gmail.com, or you can go to our website, frontporchpodcast.com, and use contact forms there. If you enjoy The Front Porch, please consider subscribing on the podcast of your choice, and while you're there, if you would, leave us a positive review. We always appreciate that. As always, thanks so much for joining us, and until next time, I'm Dennis. And I'm Michael the front Alright everybody, see you next time.